FIFA want to introduce a women's club World Cup. So let's talk about it. Earlier this week, The Athletic revealed that FIFA are in talks and are planning to launch a FIFA Women's Club World Cup in 2026. FIFA taking this step to announce somewhat of an inaugural date for this competition clearly means that they are in advanced talks of really seriously launching something like this. Um, and it is pretty soon, considering we're only in 2024 and 2026 is literally around the corner. Ironically, the same exact week, we saw Leah Williamson have an exclusive interview where she talked a little bit about how the schedule is unsustainable and there's going to be a time where we will not have our players our favorite players to watch a few days later Ada Hagerberg also said very similar words um, about again the schedule congestion and the amount of fixtures that the players have to keep up with so in a week that we are talking about player safety and player well-being around the schedule there's more news that we could be having yet another club competition so let's talk about how all that entails so what is the Club World Cup? Well, it is a competition ran by FIFA that happens in the men's game where it is um, clubs from different leagues and different confederations that face against each other where otherwise they would not be able to competitively have games against each other. You obviously have the many different Champions Leagues that happen, obviously the biggest one of UEFA in Europe, but if Chelsea, for example, in the men's game want to go have a game against... I don't know, some Mexican club, then they are likely going to be looking for a friendly rather than a competitive game. And the Club World Cup allows that competitive nature to be there. If we translate that into the women's edition, that means we're going to be having teams involved from all six football confederations. That includes Africa, Asia, Europe, North and Central America, Oceania, and South America all six. Now the newly expanded edition for the men's involves 32 teams and while the athletic didn't necessarily reveal or say what FIFA have in mind uh, about how many teams it's going to be made up of, I highly doubt it's going to be 32 teams. For one, I just don't think it's commercially sustainable um, and for two, if you're going big on a very um, untested water competition like this, I think you run a lot of risks in losing revenue and and running a lot of risks of the tournaments just not being ran accordingly or appropriately. If you look at the Champions League, if you look at even international competitions of the Olympics, of the World Cup, they don't all go in an expanded nature right away or they don't go on a big kind of inaugural nature from the first season. It's simply unsustainable and just goes against every scientific methodology um, for sports on how to run an inaugural competition. I also think matching up 32 clubs from six different confederations on the same timeline would be incredibly difficult. We're trying 16 and seeing how that works and what kind of compromises need to happen is a much, much healthy start to a competition like this. So is it going to be 32 teams? Nope. I highly doubt that that will be the case. 16 is what I'm putting my bet on from the six different confederations. And a good question would be, well, when would it take place? And the answer is FIFA still don't know. Now, if you might remember from last year, CONCACAF are launching a women's club competition and they're set to launch it in 2024. However, there's kind of been a holdup in negotiations of when FIFA are going to allow that window to happen. So CONCACAF as a confederation, as a body of their own, have already proposed, have discussed. They practically probably even have the team's 
in mind of who is going to be in this competition. For a little bit of context, the CONCACAF club competition would include teams from North America. So currently, given that Canada does not have a pro women's soccer league, it would be the NWSL, Central America, which would be the Liga MX in Mexico, as well as the Caribbean, who do have their own leagues happening there. So CONCACAF are trying to run their own competition in that sense, you could almost make it equivalent to a Champions League. For CONCACAF to be able to run this club competition, FIFA needs to discuss those timelines and FIFA kind of gives them the green light of, okay, this is when you're going to be playing this competition. And so unless we know when the CONCACAF club competition is happening, it's really hard to even predict when the Women's Club World Cup will happen in 2026. Another thing to bear in mind is that FIFA will be pretty busy with the 2026 Men's World Cup in the US, Mexico, and Canada. So it's fair to say that it won't be running during the summer or during that period, which means if you play during the other times of the year, you're going to be stuck interrupting club competition of European leagues, which again is pretty inconvenient. In the same token, though, whenever they do decide to run this, it's going to be inconvenient to some league because uh, the NWSL runs differently to the Swedish league, which runs differently to the WSL, which runs differently to the A-League. Like every single confederation and nation run their leagues in their own respective timeline, depending on weather, depending on obviously just things that have worked for that um, league for as long as it has. So FIFA not only have to now navigate how the CONCACAF club competition is launching, but they also have to work around the men's world cup which is happening in three different countries what's also to bear in mind is 2026 is practically a rough slash already busy time because that is when the 2027 women's world cup qualifiers are running so to put the schedule from now up until 2028 this is how it's looking like 2024 is going to have the France Summer Olympics. And then in 2025, you're going to have the Euros in Switzerland. And then the year following that, 2026, is when you have the qualifiers for the World Cup. And then 2027 is the Women's World Cup. So really, there's no space to slot anything in the schedule because even in 2028, that is when you have the Olympics happening in LA. I mean, it is all over the place, non-stop, back-to-back competition. And what's so interesting about this is obviously this is a club competition. Like, this is going to contain Chelsea, Houston Dash, um, you know, Leon X, Y, and Z, and all the competitions that I've listed are international competitions. So that is going to include, like, actual countries like, you know, Canada, US, um, England, X, Y, and Z. And I'm assuming that if they have to really run this Club Women's World Cup, they have to compromise an international competition. The first one that comes to mind is the Olympics. Now, I actually do enjoy watching the Olympics. I think the Olympics is a significant competition in the women's game. It's quite different than the men's game. And it it holds a lot of history in terms of the teams that have won it, the teams that have competed. Um, I do enjoy watching the Olympics. In the same sense, I do have to recognize that it runs in a different manner than the men's Olympics. And the men's soccer Olympics run with the U23 teams, uh, which is very different than the women's because they run with the senior teams. They do that for the men's game because it's a little bit easier to manage the senior squads and it allows youth development from that like U23 age group. Do I want them to compromise the women's Olympics? No, because I enjoy them. Do I want them to compromise the Euros? No, because they're great. Do I want them to compromise the Women's World Cup? Also no, because it's fantastic. But if there's one that is going to take the hit, I do believe it's the Olympics and it is going to be one that tracks back to how the men run it. And 
I don't want to say I hate it. Like it's obviously a little bit different and it will offer those youth groups and the, the youth d- development stages and programs a little bit of help and kind of good high level competition. But it loses the Olympics aura that the women's game has in some ways. Now, again, this is pure assumption of what I would do if I was in FIFA's position and I fully recognize that I'm not. They could continue doing everything how it is. They can continue running every international competition as is and somehow slot in a women's club competition. But that is not sustainable. Women's game has grown massively. And in some ways, the governing bodies and the competitions that are taking place are not catching up with how the women's game has grown. Launching a competition every other year, expanding competitions whilst the game is still catching up, it causes a bit of an imbalance. So we have the number of fixtures literally shoot up here in the last five years because this game has exponentially grown, yet the investment and the funding of programs and rehabilitation is still down here. So you have this huge imbalance that causes a lot of the injuries that we're seeing and what you would call the ACL epidemic. Yes, everybody recognizes the more games that there is, the more engagement that they have, the bigger the growth, the higher the revenue. Everybody recognizes that, but I think it needs to be taken intelligently. Everything has to grow together. Nothing can be neglected behind, and what we are seeing be neglected behind is player well-being. In an ideal world, yes, running the Club Women's World Cup would be fantastic, but the reality is the game is still not ready there to fully support the players. And when I saw this bit of criticism that this is maybe a little too much games happening, I saw a lot of comments from the men's game come over and say, well, the men run it, the men still have all these competitions, why are we not talking about their schedule congestion? For one, the Olympics are a little bit different for the men's, but for two, if a problem in the men's game exists, it doesn't satisfy or make it okay for the women's game to have that issue in other words if the men's game have an issue of schedule congestion it is not okay or it doesn't make it an excuse to be like well why shouldn't the women's game have that issue too and also think that's a very unfair comparison because the funding and the programs and the facilities and everything that's available for the men's players and for the clubs and their for national teams in terms of rehab and, and again taking care of their players is wildly different to the women's game and another thing to note is that there's a huge gap in the women's game that is still of something to work around and it's still a goal that i think many federations and many national teams and many governing bodies should be looking to address before we start growing competitions the gap between arsenal and bristol in terms of facilities and rehab and, and program and funding is so so big that maybe we need to work on addressing a little bit of parity when it comes to player well-being before launching more competitions in fact i think launching more competitions actually makes that uh, gap bigger and it makes it harder for those other teams to survive within the nature of the game or it makes them harder to survive in the game right now in terms of how they grow revenue and how they match the strategies of other teams the england men's national team and the england women's national team probably have the same facilities again on the national team level they probably have very similar doctors they have similar programs and i'm not saying this just like guessing i've read and i've seen that they do share a lot of those uh, staff and the facilities are exactly the same they have the same camp base but when you go down a few nations when you go down to let's compare mm, switzerland example compare the swiss women's national team to the swiss men's national team they don't have anything remotely close and so those are the parity bits those are the the gaps that, that we need to be filling out before launching a bigger competition so i think comparing it to the men's game is actually quite silly like i hate when i see that conversation because it's so different 
an issue on this side doesn't make it okay to have an issue on this side like i think that's just silly and the schedule congestion issue is real it's here the players feel it um and i think when you see the rates of injuries when you see the rates of exhaustion when you see players actively come out and speak about it it's not just an imaginary idea it's one that's happening theory and practice and this theory is so practicing i i mean like it's in glaring practice so my concluding thoughts is yes this is a really cool competition i want to see it happen i think it'd be super fun to see melbourne victory from a league take on t grays who then take on chelsea who then take on north carolina courage like i want to have that lope over and the idea of canada having a professional league in 2025 means that they also will be in the conversation here like this is fantastic an idea like it's brilliant but 2026 is way too soon. 2026 comes at such an inconvenient time because, like I mentioned, it slots uh, between the World Cup qualifiers. It's the year after the Euros and the CONCACAF and X, Y, and Z. It's a year before the World Cup. Like, it, it is just not the time to have a competition like this run. Um, it's going to be interrupting certain leagues. It's going to be during the men's World Cup. So it's like, are FIFA going to half-ass it? And if that is the case, then put it on hold because we're happy to hold on for the next, you know, give it a few years. Divert that focus on to player welfare, player well-being. Um, look at the programs that are implemented, what programs need to be implemented, how are we working around taking care of our players. That is right now where the focus should be the game is growing too fast in its own good and launching a competition like this actually only feeds to that so we need to recognize take a little bit of a break step back and see how it is however i do want to hear your opinions on this what do you think of this competition how do you think it fits into the schedule do you think they should hold on is 2026 the right time thoughts opinions beliefs let me know i would love to hear those now as always to stay updated and to continue enjoying the beautiful game make sure to subscribe to me here on youtube follow me on twitter all of these episodes are also live on all streaming platforms spotify google podcasts apple podcasts you name it she scores bangers you will find me on there and i will see you later